Eric Young and Rich Swan. This I just, is the main event on 205 Live. It, oh. Welcome to Grapples to Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to words with plural meanings, right? You know what I mean? Like multiple meanings? Like one word that has multiple meanings? Let me break it down for you real quick. Break it down. So so I was at the the deli getting a uh, breakfast sandwich this morning, and I'm like, hmm... The guy ordered two bacon, egg, and cheese. But okay. he says cheeses. <laughs> and I'm like, cheeses isn't the plural word for cheese. It's just cheese. There's no plural yeah. for cheese. Correct. So I'm sitting in line and I'm thinking to myself, what other words have plural meanings that are that, that are the same word? Uh-huh. You know, so ch- cheese and cheese. And I, I'm just like, I'm sitting there, I couldn't think of it. And I was like, hmm, let me bring this to the podcast. Because Major English here yes, sir. hasn't been able to show off his uh, English prowess for quite some time. <laughs> um, so, I'm trying to think of what other words are similar. I mean, anything that has like a, a unit to it, like cheese, um, like milk. Water. Once you like, there's units of that item. So it's like you don't. Some people do say it, but like, let me get three waters. It doesn't really make sense. It'd be let me get three glasses of water, three bottles of water. It's the same principle with cheese. You could say let me get three cheeses, but that's not right. No, but he said bacon, egg, and cheeses, and I'm just like, no, that's that's very incorrect. Because so the reason that's I mean, so the reason why that would be upset me, upset it, upset me. Excuse me. Yeah, I was I was gonna let you slide on that one. I was like, do I let him? Do I let him? I'm gonna let him. But yeah, so like, if I if I said to you just now, shades, give me a bacon, egg, and cheese. Would you know what exactly to give me on what and how I want it? No. You have to add more descriptors to it. Let me get bacon and cheese on a roll. Let me get on a plate. Let me get a plate of. So that's it's the same principle. That's why bacon and cheeses doesn't make any sense. It's an item that you need to have a unit of to finish the description. He thought because he's ordering more sandwiches that he right. has to add the plural to it. And I was like, no. 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 You add, can I get two bagels or two rolls with bacon and cheese? Yes, buffoon. But we're not here. We're not here to talk about bagels or bacon, egg, and cheese or, or cheeses grammar. or upsetted. Um, <laughs> we're here to talk about wrestling. <laughs> you are listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. It's Grapples, the number two. Apples. You don't like SoundCloud? You got Apple. Uh, you got Apple Podcasts. You got Google Play Music. You got iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening. Say it every week, as long as you're listening. As usual, I am one half of your hosts. The very sensual. The very doid. 
got the ambulance going on behind you, huh? Sorry. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> Mr. Sunglasses at Night himself, your champion, the General Shades, joined by my hetero life mate. Mr. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's what I'll be, because baby, that's who I is. So thrill. Yes, sir. Not too thrilling of a week for the, the for the world of professional wrestling. Um, thrilling, maybe not, but there's there's quite a bit to talk about, in my opinion, at least. There, there is, but it, it, I don't know, it doesn't have that oomph, the the body that a wrestling week should have. Yeah, Everything's there's, there's no pizzazz. No pizzazz. Yeah. It's like, ooh, you got through the week. Congratulations. People are not happy about the WWE and their NXT pay-per-view coming up soon. On the, was it October 4th or something like that? But, but I will get into that for the WWE section. There is some tournaments coming up. Some matches made for some big-time pay-per-views, and everything in between. But first, Thrill, do me a favor. Yes, sir. Let's ring that bell. So the first bit of news that I want to talk about this week from the world outside of the WWE is Ring of Honor. I know we give them so much guff, we pretend they don't exist. They're At this point, they're like the redhead stepchild who couldn't. But... They're back on TV. They're back on TV. And I'm actually very interested in what they're doing. And I think it's smart. So instead of doing the regular scheduled programming and their regular professional wrestling storylines and all that stuff, um, they're back on the air focused solely on the pure championship tournament that they announced before the COVID outbreak. So what the pure tournament is, I, I believe we explained it, when we initially, when they initially announced it, but I'll, I'll re-explain it now. So, the Pure Championship is a championship that was uh, in Ring of Honor for a few years, and then was unified by Brian Danielson and retired, brought back. And the idea of the Pure Championship is for quote unquote pure professional wrestling. The rules for a match in the pure division or for the pure championship are different from those of a standard professional wrestling match in a pure match there are no closed fist punches so in a regular professional wrestling match they always warn the wrestlers not to throw a closed fist but in a pure wrestling match they legit can't they get one warning if they throw a closed fist they get a warning if they do it again they get disqualified um any interference is to result in an automatic termination of the wrestler from the roster. There are only three rope breaks allowed per wrestler. After the third uh, rope break, any pinfalls or submissions under the rope, by the rope, or involving the rope are fair game. So I think those are the only differences that exist. But either way, it makes for a very different style of uh, the wrestling. champion the championship can change hands on a count out or a dq also oh was that part of it yes okay well because i mean we haven't gotten there yet we're you know so 
they haven't announced that during the show. Um, uh, but those so, were the old rules. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha, like, gotcha, gotcha. So what they're doing with the presentation that they're doing for Ring of Honor right now is actually like people wanted AEW to be like more sports like. This is like sports like watching. So the, I, you know, watching this week's episode, the the them coming back, the return of Ring of Honor, um, almost felt like watching. I don't know, Bellator or like old school boxing where like you'll see the the wrestler, they'll have, they'll, they'll do a profile on the wrestler, like, you know, a promo on them, their other, where they come from, their training experiences, their in-ring experience, blah, blah, blah for each wrestler. And then they'll come out to their entrance music and they'll have their match. So it's really so, so similar to a tale of the tape. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. You know, they showed footage. So the, the first match was Dalton Castle versus Jay Lethal, like right off the rip. And uh, they showed, you know, Jay Lethal coming up and being trained by Samoa Joe and all that stuff. They showed, you know, Dalton Castle growing up as an amateur wrestler, which I had no idea that he had an amateur wrestling background. Um, yeah, neither did I. So, and then, so the, and then they, the match is just purely wrestling. And it's so it, – I, I don't know. I personally really enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I think it's a different take, you know. It's And in my opinion, anytime we have something different that that someone can tune into, next, not necessarily as opposed to, but an association with, you know. I can watch AEW and their storylines and their more serious wrestling and then turn on NWA, which is kind of like – you know, 80s, and then turn on WWE, which is soap opera, and then put on Ring of Honor and watch this, like, technical wrestling match. And I think it's great that I have those options, you know? We, we discussed this last week about um, the options that yeah. a wrestling fan has. If you like the sports entertainment, soap, op- soap opera stuff, you can go to the WWE. If you want that half and half, that middle ground, mm-hmm. you got AEW for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you if you're an old school wrestling fan, you got NWA for that. ROH is trying to figure out where they fit in this, and heck, I think they found their spot. I think this is smart because even even if they decide for their regular Ring of Honor World Championship and their regular stuff to go back to being like a quote unquote traditional modern professional wrestling, I think still mm-hmm. having this as part of their brand is smart. And and coming back to TV focused on just this while they figure out the rest of their roster, I think is brilliant because they don't have to come back right away and figure out okay. Who's our world champion? Who's our women's champion? Are we going to have a women's division? You know, what do we do? Like, they don't have to figure any of that out. Just go, okay, let's just put on some great wrestling. There's only two matches. I think it's like a one-hour show, and all we got was Dalton Castle versus Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham versus, oh, I forget this kid's name, but he was impressive. Um, so, yeah, I, I really like what Ring of Honor is doing, at, at least for the time being. I think it's totally interesting if anyone has a chance – to catch Ring of Honor, at least give it a shot. And what station are they playing on? I don't know because I watched it on a quote-unquote private stream, if you catch what I'm saying. Oh, wink, wink, smiley face. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, emoji, emoji. Because <laughs> mm, mm. we, we don't get that stuff here in the city, that's why. It's not my fault, all right? Sinclair Networks or whatever you're channel thing is called new york city likes wrestling too 
Jeez. Moving on from one small time, eh, not small time, but one smaller promotion to another one. Impact Wrestling. They've been, you know, killing what they're doing lately, and we have Bound for Glory coming soon, which shades, as you always like to point out, is their true biggest pay-per-view of the year, correct? Absolutely. Not, as some people would guess, Slammiversary. Slammiversary, no. Every every Bound for Glory and every Slammiversary, you get so upset, and you oh, that's all I hear from you is, no, Bound for Glory is their WrestleMania, not Slammiversary. Yeah, I mean, if Slammiversary is probably their their SummerSlam, not their SummerSlam, their um, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, their number two. It's definitely their number two. Mm-hmm. Is it Survivor Series, the Royal Rumble? Uh, sure, Which, whichever one is you feel is bigger. I'd say Rumble is two. I'd say Mania, Rumble, Slam, Survivor in that order. Okay. So that's their they're easily their number two. Okay, but we have our cha- our our world championship match is already set. We got Ey Eric Young, the current Impact World Champion, defending versus Rich Swan. <sighs> yeah, um, <sighs> Shades, you want to go first here or, um. No, because I want to see what you say first, and then I'll, like, give my opinion of this. All right. So as someone who's been keeping tabs on Impact a lot recently, over the last few months, man, this feels – I understand that to them this feels like, and I guess for all intents and purposes, is their biggest storyline. But in terms of name, in terms of, like, Impact, pun intended – is this really your main event to Bound for Glory? Eric Young and Rich Swan? This just, is the main event on 205 Live. It, oh, 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 that hurt. <laughs> the disrespect. The disrespect. I mean, yeah, exactly. I just, and I understand they're. Their bigger named wrestlers are kind of locked up doing other stuff, but oh man, I, I don't. I'm this isn't this this doesn't make me want to watch Bound for Glory. You know, like, I'm probably gonna watch it, but it's not gonna be for this. It's gonna be because I want to watch what's going on in the tag team division. It's because I want to especially see what's going on in the knockouts division. You know, I'm not I'm not really here for this. Yeah. Um. I get that they're playing, EY is they're playing, they're playing hot potato. They're playing hot potato with the world title right now. I don't really like it. You think he's dropping us? I don't think so. I mean, I hope not. But Eddie Edwards just won the belt like two months ago. Yeah. A month ago, something like that. Yeah. Eric Eric Young comes back and wins the was the fatal five way. Mm-hmm. And then and just now, wins it on a random episode of Impact like two weeks ago. Yeah, it was like no, no, like no build up, no nothing. It's just uh, uh, TNA original comes back and wins the belt. Yeah, 
They're totally treating him like the prodigal son, and I get it, but, like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, hey, out of everybody that is, like, a TNA, like, original, Eric Young is not it. I'm sorry. He had his his Daniel Bryan moment, like, Mm. Impact gave him literally, hey, can can I copy your homework? Hey, don't copy word for word. All right, here's Daniel Bryan's storyline. I'm just going to shave my head. Like that's it. I'm yeah. I'm bold. That, that's all it is. Yeah. Um, Eric Young was always the the goofball, uh, the moron, the 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 R truth of Impact. He was the punchline. Mm-hmm. You put your world championship on him. Fine, and then all of a sudden he loses his mind. He goes to WWE. He loses his mind with sanity. He gets released, he comes back, and now his gimmick is he's still crazy. Yeah. It went from Brian Cage and Sammy Callahan to Sammy Callahan and Tessa Blanchard. Mm-hmm. To Tessa Blanchard versus COVID-19. <laughs> And then Eddie Edwards, Eric Young, and if Rich Swan picks up the belt, because that's who I thought was originally supposed to win it. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of devalues, not kind of, it definitely devalues the world championship. See, the problem is, like, I'm looking at their roster right now, and especially because they, they, made Moose the TNA world champion, um, they don't really have anyone at the top of the ladder right now. They have Ace Austin doing the stuff with the Good Brothers, so he's out of the main event scene. Um, uh, Moose is doing this TNA world championship stuff. Sammy Callahan, I don't know where he's at right now. And then, like, that's that's really it. Willie Mack is not main event. TJP is not main event. Um, Rhino. Event. Oh, boo. Oh, God, you are on a roll today, sir. Rhino's not main event. Conan is a million years old. Shamrock's not main event. Hernandez. Conan can barely walk. Fala Ba, like... These guys aren't it. None of these guys are Brian Myers, no. Keith, no. That's the problem. They're they they're they're lacking super hard at the top of the card. Yeah. It's it they can't have everything together at once, and that's what's stopping them. Yeah, yeah. When their women's division was going nuts and Tessa was in the main event scene with the men, their tag team division was lacking. Mm-hmm. Now their women's division is still kicking it up. Their tag team division is starting to kick it up. Now their main event scene is lacking. Yep. Don't don't even let me don't don't even get me started on the X division. <laughs> See, but the X division could be saved. If they used some of their like they have good wrestlers for the X division, I they're just not they're just not doing it, you know. Yeah, like you should have 
like TJP and uh, what was it not Trey Young something Trey something Bay something Trey. I don't know. Um, but like that kid that they signed recently that everyone wanted to sign. Put yeah, in, the one that I had I was high. I was I was very high. Chris on Bay, him. Chris Bay. Yeah, him, Chris Bay should be leading your X division with TJP and Rich Swan. That's where Rich Swan should be in the X division, not the mm, top of the card. But he was he was the X division champion for a long time already. But that's what. But that, well, if the shoe fits, wear it. Mm, okay. You're telling me Rich Swan is a main eventer? <sighs> to be honest, no one in the main event scene right now is a main eventer. And that's also because they weren't ready for the people who left. They had Johnny Morrison. They had Brian Cage. They had Austin Aries. I mean, I'm not talking about all at the same time. But, like, over the last few years, these are all guys who were main eventers who are all gone now. Well, the issue is not building up your stars. Yeah. That's that that not building up the future your future division mm-hmm. because they were banking on Tessa being there for the long run. Mm, that's a good point. That's a good point. But then, so, well, but if your impact and Tessa walks, doesn't that mean you got to make sure you keep Brian Cage around? Cage was gone before. Tessa, even what you call it? Was was he really? Yes. Oh man! Oh man! Impact just oh. <sighs> I don't know. I feel bad because, like I said, their knockouts division and their tag division are doing great work right now. But then the main event scene and the X division are just they're floundering. Yeah, it's 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 rough to see right now, especially yeah. because they were doing so well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine if they could have kept Brian Cage, kept Tessa, and then you also bring in Deanna Parazzo, you bring in Kylie Ray, uh Tenille Dashwood comes back, you bring in the good brothers, you bring back Motor City Machine Guns. Forget it. You'd ha- you'd be set. You'd be set because then everyone else who's not twiddling around in the main event scene, you put them in the X division, and you're set. You can have Tessa, um, even fine EY, throw him in. I don't care. Tessa, EY, Brian Cage, Sammy Callahan, they can all be revolving around the main event scene, and then you have your tag division set the way it is now. You have the women's division set the way it is now, and then the X division you can stack the way we just said before. Yeah. Then every episode of Impact would be worth watching. Now it's like, okay, what's on the card? I'm watching that match. I'm watching that segment, and then I'm done. Yeah, agreed. And they got to figure out this Moose stuff. Moose being the quote unquote TNA champion, and then doing nothing with it is they've that stop. It's got to stop. Putting Moose in the main event scene. Well, it's like um, uh, Brian Cage with the FTW championship. Mm. So you so you mean to tell me you're going to have yourself a silly belt for yeah. no reason. Right. At yeah. least Moose has a belt that was in his promotion. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Like that's that's the only saving grace Moose has, is that the TNA World Championship. But it's not. But it's not like AEW. But it's not like AEW is is starving for a main event scene. You know, they're not starving for main eventers. They've got plenty of them, almost maybe mm-hmm. too many of them. Impact's got nothing going on in the main event scene. Anyway, I don't. I don't want to keep harping on them. Um, let's go straight down the line of promotions. We just mentioned AEW. Two things that that I want to mention quickly: a signing. Will Hobbs is officially all elite. Made his uh, main roster, not main roster, his official roster debut this week, and will be in the six man tag match next week alongside Moxley and Darby Allen versus Brian Cage, Ricky Sparks, Starks, whatever. Ricky, Ricky Starks, Starks. Sorry, Ricky Starks, and um, and who's their new? Oh, and um, Lance Archer, the Murder so, Hawk. So Will Hobbs is officially all elite. But more interesting to me, as I was watching the show, they announced very early on we'd get Thunder Rosa putting her NWA Women's World Championship on the line versus Ivelisse. And I said, ooh, this should be fun. I'm a fan of both of these women. I think they both do very good work. And again, if NWA can keep letting letting AEW borrow talent, I think it's smart for everyone involved. So I'm watching the match. I'm watching the match. And I'm like, hmm, this feels a little awkward. Match feels a little clunky. Maybe over rehearsed? No, a little. Are they shooting on it? Are they shooting on each other? the The entire match felt weird. It had an odd, had an odd aura to it, and I was like, "This is weird for these two women who are so good to be having this awkward match. What's going on?" And I couldn't figure it out. What I was watching was I watching two women with no chemistry? Was I watching two women who couldn't get on the same page? Was I watching two women who maybe talked about it backstage, but they overthought it? I didn't know. Well, turns out there was some disagreement between the two ladies backstage before the match, and then it bled out onto the ring, which resulted in no selling and actual shooting on each other. Mamma mia. <sighs> the ball. This is not good. For AEW, whose women's division is already seen as a joke, mm-hmm. to do like have these two women do this. Granted, Thunder Rosa is not an AEW uh, like wrestler. Uh, she's not. A, she's not on the roster, but you know she's not signed to AEW. But mm-hmm. she's wrestling with them right now. Sure. You really don't want to see that. And apparently, so this episode was taped. So apparently there was more that was edited out. So I don't even know how bad it got. Mm. That they had to edit out part of the match. But I guess it was resolved because next week it's going to be Ivelisse and her partner Diamante versus Thunder Rosa and uh, Shida. Hikaru Shida. Yeah. Yeah. Which... Okay, so I mean, I thought I'm pretty sure I mentioned this a while ago. This is what the women's division should be. You know, 
these four women Tag can, team matches. No, 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 no. I mean, these four women are talented. These four women have characters. They have experience. They can put on good matches. Having these four women, like, use them to start building your women's division. I think this is the right direction. But we have to figure out what's going on with Eva Lisa and Tondorosa. Because while there's no official statement, they both put out, like, random stuff. Like, Ivelisse tweeted something about, like, not going to be held down by anybody or something, which leads it to believe that maybe Thunderosa was trying to, like, strong, or, like, trying to, to big man Ivelisse. Um, I mean, the, the NWA Women's Championship was on the line, so it's not like uh, Thunderosa was going to drop it anyway. Right. And so then Thunderosa was saying something along the lines of, how she takes the NWA Women's World Championship very seriously and she won't let it be disrespected. Which makes me think that Eva Lee started no-selling Thunder Rosa and so that's when we went into the shoot mode. So I don't know who's at fault here, but it's disappointing to me that it ever got to the point. Because Eva Lee has 15 years of in-ring experience. Thunder Rosa only has like five years, but she's fantastic for five years only experience. And more than anything, now, Shades, I want to bring this question to you, um, bridging off of this. In my opinion, there's almost no circumstance in which you break your professionalism and start shooting in the middle of a match, especially if it's live or live recorded. Do you think there's reason ever, fair reason, to shoot in the middle of a match? Um, see, it's hard because you have like, you know, you have a stiff shot and then you'll get your receipt for that, you know? Sure. That's one thing. But sometimes a receipt can lead to a shoot and then they start no selling. So, but where's the professionalism? That's what I'm, and that's what I'm talking about is like, shouldn't you be a pro and if you if you believe in receipts, then you're done. You you get you get the stiff shot. You give them the receipt, and then you move on and you finish the match like a pro. Like for example, I'm not Brock a fan Lesner of Lesnar and Brock yes, Roman. Ex- I was just about to say that I'm not a fan of Lesnar, but it's an exact example. Yeah, he, he got was a little carried away. At, was it the Royal Rumble or a Battle Royal or something? Was happening at the Royal Rumble? He was getting carried away. Bro- uh, uh, he, I think he need Brock in the stomach because yeah. he was going too fast. Yeah, and Brock just unloaded a shot, and Braun ate it. Yeah, and that was it. And he, it was, it was he's a like, slow down, exactly. it's a boom, and that's it. You get and nothing else from that. That's it, exactly, exactly. Boom, tap. Hey, kid, chill out, slow down. Oh, okay, sorry. That's it. Done. Professionalism. I don't like. It, let's say Ivelisse is the reason why this started. And she just decides to take it to herself to start no-selling Thunder Rosa. First of all, super unprofessional, not about it. If it's the other way around, if Thunder Rosa started, like, is there, I guess my question is, is there anything that, that Thunder Rosa could have done to warrant Ivelisse no-selling her? <sighs> Because no selling is almost worse than shooting. Yeah, because it takes away the it ruins the whole thing. 
the illusion of the match. Exactly. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, you're supposed to be professional, right? It's her championship on the line. She's a guest in your house, and she's trying to help build your division. Now, granted, it's not like this is Penelope Ford or anything like that. Uh, you know, Eva Lee is like you said; she's been doing this for a long time, yeah. and she's good at it. Ah, mm-hmm. maybe the finish of the match um, was something that she didn't like, and it just carried over into the match. But at like like you said, you got to be professional. You can't just you know, let your emotions get the best of you and ruin a good thing, you know? Because yeah. NWA can pull the plug on it. Like, 100%. you know what? Like, you want to play around. You guys want to be unprofessional. We're taking our women's championship back. We're cutting ties with you. Good day. Absolutely. And, and so I guess my, my whole thing is like I'm trying to find a, a reason and an excuse for Ivalice because I, I am a – admitted fan of her work since the minute i started watching her in lucha underground i was like yo i like ivalice's in-ring work i really like her as a wrestler and so for her to do this i'm like what like what gives what happened here i'm looking for an excuse for her and i I can't find one i feel like no matter what you just don't you don't no sell your opponent like even even sean michaels who oversold hulk hogan but that was unprofessional also. A hundred percent, I agree with you. A hundred percent, that's super unprofessional. If, if it was anyone else, they're gone. A hundred percent agree. But there's nothing else on the line other than that Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan thing. With Eva Lease, we're talking about, like you said, the relationship between two entire companies. Because like you said, this is beneficial to both of them. But if Billy Corgan thinks it's not worth it that you're gonna disrespect his 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 belt he has every reason to be like you know what forget the match next week and every other week i'm taking thunder back and you can figure out your women's division by yourself yeah but not only would it ruin uh their relationship with the nwa but what about impact what about future relationships with um, New Japan or or, or, or yeah. Like, like, yeah. it's not just one; it can snowball. Like, yeah. So, I'm I'm hoping that this you know next week we don't get uh, shenanigans. I hope we don't get any tomfoolery or you know. They, they they spoke about it and that's it. You know, if you want to keep this running as a a storyline, you can take shots at each other on on uh, social media, mm-hmm. but like be professional. Like, yeah, like, don't don't. There is a line, you know. Sure. Don't cross it. Yeah, I just the fact that they're still doing the tag team match next week gives me hope. I just I really hope whatever it was. Was settled. I hope whatever issue Eva Lee and La Rosa had, I hope they said, forget it, let's move on, and let's be pros about it. Because, again, I think using these four women to build the division, especially while Britt is still getting better, you know, Statlander is still recovering from her ACL injury, so on and so forth. You, you can't use Brandy. You're about to, um, they're about to do a storyline 
with the Nightmare family and the Butcher, the Blade, um, Phoenix, and all them. Because uh, Eddie Kingston's like, we have to get your, your house in order. He said that to the Blade. because he, And like last week he was like, where's your wife? So we're going to see that storyline play out. They're, we're going to see Allie be a part of this whole storyline. So Allie's out of oh, the they're, yeah. they're revisiting that now. Yeah, yeah, they're going to address it. Fun. <laughs> it, only took, it only took them half a year to revisit this. There was no reason. Like they, she showed up with the Nightmare Family for absolutely no reason. Out of nowhere, and like that's it. Yeah, a week ago you're the Demon Bunny. This week you're a Nightmare Sister. Yeah. Well, now they're they're doing the, that storyline. So Allie's out of the question. Brandy's not a good wrestler. Um, so you have to make use of what you have and this is, and use these four women to start building your, your wrestlers while you figure out the rest of the division. So hopefully mm-hmm. they can, they can figure this stuff out with Thunder Rosa and Ivelisse. Yeah. Hopefully. That's going to wrap it up on my side. So, so let's go from one women's division to the next. Mandy Rose. No longer Otis's baby on SmackDown and was traded to Raw. Now, I don't like these quote-unquote trades. Mm-hmm. But I like it better than them just showing up on the, the a different show, you know. Yeah. Um, excuse me. I know that they're trying to make it more sports oriented, so that's why they do this. Um, but it's not a trade if nothing comes back the other way. Well, it's for uh, considerations in the future. It's dumb. It's always considerations in the future. Yeah, but they didn't even say that this time. They just said, Mandy Rose is going to Raw. She was traded to Raw because reasons. Because The Miz uh, encouraged it. It's like, this is dumb. It's dumb. Are we going to get a Miz, Miz Mandy Rose storyline? No, we're having a Miz, Otis, Morrison. Well, they're, they're suing Otis now after what happened today on SmackDown where they're suing him and threatening that if he doesn't relinquish his Money in the Bank championship, they're going to – I'm sorry, his Money in the Bank contract, they're going to take him to court for um, making an unsafe work environment, for uh, uh, damage of personal property, and some other nonsense because he beat them up during the dirt sheet. Um, So I don't – this is this is I was I was talking to my brother about this. Like this is what happens when you need to do something and you're too lazy to figure it out. And they're like, "Hmm, who's the money in the bank? Otis. What are we doing with him, Mandy? How do we get rid of that? I don't know. Move it around. Okay, done. That's it. They needed some way to propel Otis forward, and they didn't want to do it with Mandy Rose, so they traded her to Raw. That's all it is." Yeah, purely. Um, I I think they're 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 just trying to get the belt the belt 
saying it now also, the briefcase <laughs> of Otis. Uh, there's no... Excuse me. Long day. Uh, there is no believability in Otis beating Roman Reigns for the championship. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah! Duck him! Done. So, yeah. I think they're just trying to get the money in the, the bank briefcase off of him and onto anyone else. Or I think this one's just going to fall by the wayside. I don't think we're getting any cash in. I think uh, Otis is going to forget that he's even money in the bank eventually. And the contract's going to expire. We're going to have our first contract expiration. Well, so they can't take it off of him so quickly because they just introduced a lunchbox. So they have to sell those in merch. So they got to sell the Money in the Bank lunchbox first. So while they're doing the court, that's what they're going to do. They're going to take him to trial because that's what the that's what quote unquote according to Tucky, Tucker, according to Tucker, that's what the the lawsuit said. It says if he does, he has one week to decide to either give up the Money in the Bank contract or they take him to court. So he's going to say no. They're going to go to court. We're going to get like three episodes of SmackDown with them in trial. Um, oh, imagine they do wrestler's court and Undertaker's the judge there. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Be oh, my great. God. Taker's the judge. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, oh, that'd be great. And, and Batista the bailiff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. But he's Deacon Batista. He's not regular Batista. Yes, yes, yes. With the cut sleeves and everything, and the the lockbox. Yes, yes, yes. But it's the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> it's a Bible. Yeah, yes. it's just a Bible around it. Yes. Oh, okay. If they do that, they won't because they don't know how to be fun. They know how to be boring. If they do that, I will be glad to sit through two or three episodes of segments of. You know, this trial of The Miz and Morrison versus Otis. Yeah, I mean, we were against the Mandy Rose Otis thing, and then we kind of like opened up to it because it was a little funny. So let's see. I mean, I I doubt they're going to go funny with it. I think think we're going to get another uh, Miz and Morrison production uh, diss track. Yeah, I think if they do go to court, they're gonna try and be funny, but it's gonna come off really cheesy. I don't know because the miss is funny. Yeah, but like Otis is like Matt humor. Like Bizzle will laugh at everything that Otis does. But yeah, I know. There, while on air today, Matt Matty Bizzle sends us a. Uh, an Otis appreciation post, and oh. I'm not playing it because it's a video. I didn't even. But see. Oh, my God. the boy loves himself some Otis. Exactly, and you know we're gonna have a scene of Otis coming into the courtroom wearing like a cut up suit, and he's gonna <laughs> open the briefcase. It's gonna be a ham sandwich. <laughs> it's gonna be a steak. Yeah, exactly, it's gonna be like a, like a sandwich or a steak or something, and then he's gonna and that'll be his like argument or I don't know it'd be something dumb like that um 
Or, we'll or I, I can see this is the last situation that I have. Okay. I can see them fighting over the briefcase, right? Mm-hmm. We want the briefcase. We want the briefcase. And he gives them the briefcase and they open it and the contract's no longer inside of it. It's in that, his lunchbox. They did that two weeks ago. I understand that. But do you know WWE? They'll revisit it. That's true. That's true. And then the Miz and Morris can say, I can't believe you fell for it again. Me? You're the one who went to Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I guess. Oh, God. So dumb. That's, that's, that's dumb. I can still see it, though. Well, let's see. Let's see what WWE does. We'll, we'll find out next week, I guess. Yeah. So, we have a re-signing uh, of an old... Uh, Emphasis on the old. On an old gimmick... Jeff Hardy signs a new contract with the WWE. Um, okay. Who cares? Well, I mean, we'll officially not be seeing a Hardy Boys tag reunion anywhere for a while. I'm happy about that. Me too. I'm, I'm so, you know why? Matt can stop, you know, wrestling full time. Jeff can stop riding Matt's coattails. Mm. And Talk that's it. Talk to him, boy. I was a big time. I was Jeff Hardy growing up. Mm-hmm. I'll climb on stuff. I'll jump off of it without a care in the world. And then I evolved. Exactly. I changed my gimmick. Mm-hmm. I grew up. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy has been doing the same gimmick since his entire career. Bro, Jeff Hardy's been being Jeff Hardy since we were like 10 years old. So it's a little... It's not a little. It's, it's very... Uh, like overdone, dumb. That I'm having an argument with, not an argument. I had a discussion with somebody on our wrestling page. Um, let's call him Domino. Okay. Was he joined by no. Deuce? No, but he was like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> He's just like that. Matt Hardy's tight right now. Because of Jeff Hardy. Negative. And I was like, why would why would Matt be tight right now? Matt has reinvented himself on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he doesn't have the same uh, championship accolades as Jeff Hardy does. Mm-hmm. Because Jeff is more popular with the fans. But from a, a, a wrestling genius mindset, Matt's the guy. 100%. Jeff is all, Jeff. Jump off of this, okay? Oh, the fans still love him. That's it. Yep, that's exactly it. He he's like he hasn't changed his music with WWE ever, literally ever. He's going back to his uh, old school, um, yeah the 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 song that he made. They're changing his his theme song back oh, to they? his old yes. So what song? What what song has Jeff Hardy ever used other than the Hardy Boys entrance music? Um, I'm thinking they're using the 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 same song he used in TNA because it's his licensed song, so they like he can use it. Interesting, huh? 
Interesting. Very interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. At least that'd be different for once. I mean, they haven't done it yet. He's still coming out to his Hardy Boys music. Give it time. But yeah, like you said, Matt Hardy has gone through how many iterations of himself to the point where it's parodied on AEW and on YouTube on uh, being the elite, how many different versions there are of Matt Hardy where Jeff is just Jeff. And Brother Nero. That's it. Yeah, but and everything that Jeff has done that hasn't been Jeff has been an offshoot of a Matt idea. Except Brother, Willow the Wisp. Come on. Stop it. That's not a thing. It wasn't TNA. Lame. Willow the Wisp. Come on. So... Jeff Hardy signs a new contract with WWE. Um, let's see if he doesn't violate the wellness policy or get arrested during this contract. Because he's been clean for a while. But he has fallen off the wagon. And that is never easy. Yeah. Because WWE... Will turn into a storyline. They always do. They always do. So the next guy that just signed a contract with the WWE has some bad news. Oh boy. And I and I very hope. I very hope. I hope so much. He brings this gimmick back. Bad news Barrett. Wade Barrett. Signs a contract with WWE. Now, I don't know if this is for a wrestling job or like a commentating job. Probably. But I really would miss the um the bad news segment. Bro, he's gonna be on NXT in a matter of seconds on the table. Remember, Morrow's gone I, now. Mamma Mia, yes. I forgot. They need new blood so, on the table. So Nigel's going to be in UK? UK yeah, because UK came back this week. I didn't watch yes. it, so I have no idea who's their announced team. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's Nigel and uh oh, what's that guy? Something Joseph's or Joseph something? Uh Samoa Joseph. Anyway. Not Samoa Joseph. Um, yeah, so Wade Barrett signs back with the WWE. What was his, uh, Stu, Stu, Stu Grayson? Stu Bennett. Stu Bennett. Who's Stu Grayson? I don't know. Uh, Whatever. Stu Bennett was his, um, off WWE name, right? Mm -hmm. Or is that his actual name? I think his real name is actually Stu Bennett, I think. So, Wade Barrett signs with WWE, and the last bit of news... Yeah, Stu Bennett is his real name. Okay. Sasha Banks, the the boss... It's boss time. ...appeared in Disney's The Mandalorian Season 2. Teaser trailer. Yes, yes. 
Um, okay. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody's losing their minds for this. I'm like, is this when she like decided to, you know, take her ball and go home? Like, you know, this this is why she was gone for so long because she was filming. Could be. Uh, I'm. I don't care about Sasha Banks being in the Mandalorian season two. I'm just happy that the Mandalorian season two is coming back. This is fact. Because with COVID. And bars closed and social distancing and curfews. Running out of things to watch, man. Yeah. So, uh, wrestling fans, rejoice. Sasha Banks is in The Mandalorian. I think she's playing a a Jedi. I mean, it makes sense because he says something about... In the trailers, like, oh, so you want me to to join like an implication of the Jedi, and they show her with the robe. So I, I think the implication is that she is a Jedi, which I don't know. We'll see if she has a small but relevant role, like maybe an episode or two. I'm game, but like I don't want to see Sasha Banks, you know, be a bad actress for a whole season. She's a bad actress every week on wrestling. Oh, come on. She No, no. When Sasha Banks knows the Sasha Banks character. My, oh my, my concern. Look at this guy. Look at this guy defending her. My lord. I'm just saying. Sasha Banks knows the Sasha Banks character. My concern is, does she know how to do anything else? I mean, how she's not going to show depth as in a character, you know, on a on, on the Mandalorian, you know? Yeah, she's not gonna. She's not gonna cry. You don't know. You don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But we'll find out. Was it uh, next month? Or some of that, right? October. The end of October. October thirtieth. Oh my god! So far. So, the on our weekly episode, <laughs> we'll probably be discussing the Mandalorian. Probably. Um, and the last bit of news is WWE is trying to procure themselves an outdoor venue for limited capacity fans. Hmm. And that's where they'll start taping weekly events similar to, to AEW. So hmm. I think their Thunderdome experiment is not working out to Vince's liking. And he's like, hey, we need more money. Let's do it. Whatever. At this point, I almost given up on like these like them or AW doing the right thing. I understand we're slowly and slowly trying to integrate ourselves back into you know real life. I think we're still moving too fast. I think it's only a matter of time before we get a second wave, but whatever. Um, yeah, whatever. Do what you gotta do, WWE. Do you boo boo. I'm over it. Um, What do you expect? The guy's friends with Trump and, you know, our president isn't necessarily the uh, brightest bulb when it comes to this COVID stuff. Um, I was against AEW having fans at all. Yep, same here. And now, now the fact that WWE wants to do the same doesn't really bode well. 
oh, you know, the measures and this, we'll do that, the precautions. Like, yeah, I don't get it, man. Yeah, I really don't get it. But I'm not a billionaire. I don't, um, you know, I don't put money above people's health mm-hmm. and well-being. Let those jokers do it. I'm with you, bro. I am with you. So that's that's all the news that I have. Well, you know, Shades. Unless you have something else that you want to bring to the table. There are good seeds in the world of professional wrestling. There are some bad seeds. But at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest. That is professional wrestling. So. I'm going to give, if you don't mind me starting this week. No, I do not. I'm going to give, this is very quick and very easy. My good seed goes to Ring of Honor and their first episode of the Pure Tournament. I was totally into it. An hour well worth watching for me. I watched it in the morning like at work and I was all game about it. Um, my bad seed for the week goes to the drama. Uh, ooh, do I want to go with that drama or do I want to go with WWE's laziness? Um, you know what? I give WWE enough junk on a regular basis. I'm going to give my bad seed to the drama between Ivelisse and Thunder Rosa. I don't know who started it, but we like we can't deal with this. AW can't deal with this. NWA can't deal with this. We're in a COVID world where there's only so many options at the moment for wrestling. And AEW's women's division needs to help. And NWA needs to be relevant. So both of you women, figure it out. Cut it out. Just be professionals. See, my um, my gut seat goes to something that we didn't even mention in the news. Okay. W- WWE's SmackDown show on mm. Friday last week mm-hmm. drew their best overnight ratings in five months. That means their product is getting better. Yeah. I, or I, I would think with the people whole... don't have that to do. I mean, there's that, but I think the Sasha Bailey thing and Roman, I think those two storylines alone are carrying the SmackDown brand right now. So I wouldn't be surprised if their ratings are doing well because I'm I care about watching SmackDown again because of those two storylines. And my bad seat goes to again something that we did not mention today, um, Miro, mm. formerly known as Rusev. Mm was um, interviewed and there is a particular AEW star that he refuses to work with, or so he says. Oh? Yes. Um, Pac. While him and really? Pac were in WWE as Neville and Rusev, they had a match on main event and Pac tore Miro's bicep. Mm. Now, this gets a bad seat from me because Miro, you've done nothing in AEW. You just got here. You cannot be calling the shots like you own the place. Where's the bird? Humble thyself. Mm. Mm. 
because you're not getting far with that attitude. I refuse to work with so and so. No, no I you agree. will work with who we tell you to work with. Yep, you're 100 percent right. Um, if to- if Tony Khan and the Bucks and whoever, if they tell you you have a match tonight with Pac, you get in their ring, you work your match, and you do your job. Um, look at Hangman and oh, excuse me, Hangman and Pac. Pac didn't want to lose to Hangman. They, they tabled out. the, they tabled it. They figured it out. They had three bangers of a match, mm-hmm. or two, two bangers and mm-hmm. mash. <laughs> nice, well done, sir. Well done. So, yeah, go away, Miro. <laughs> it seems like uh, Miro has not made the greatest first impression on you, huh, Shades? No, I mean, I could, I couldn't stand him. Uh, last week with his dear Slim, I wrote you, but you still ain't call me. <laughs> and then Lana talking yin yang, like, "Yo, Lana, aren't you married to Bobby Lashley right now? Go somewhere." <laughs> what you worried about AW for, bro? That's so funny. That's it. That's my. That's my. That's that's my bad. My bad seat for the week. <laughs> Well, folks, then that's going to wrap up this week's episode. As always, you've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com. That's Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples at number two. Apples, if you don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Podcasts. You got Google Play Music, which will soon be turning over to uh, Google Podcasts. And you have iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. Don't forget, don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com. Slash Grapples to Apples. Again, that's Grapples the number two. Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you're going to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. We love you and we appreciate you. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Mr. Ill Will the Throw, the Poetarian Shakespeare candidate, Major English, whatever you mean to be. That's what I'll be because, baby, that's who I is. Joined remotely by my head roll life. Tell them who you are, baby. Man of the hour. Man with the power. Too gosh darn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop. Rise to the top. Your champion, the general. Shades. Don't forget to check out our episodes last week, this week, next week, and every other week. Because an apple a day keeps the bad rustling away. Peace. Peace and love.